Testing one, two. Testing one, two. Testing one, two, three, and we are a go. episode of the lonely heart sports podcast it's been about a couple weeks since we last had our pod i want to say about like what 10 days or something like that it feels like forever though um uh we are in lots to talk about lots on topic uh we'll just take it more as we go along we'll talk basketball nba finals are approaching we're into the eastern and western conference finals of the stanley cup playoffs uh, I'm pretty sure we'll talk soccer like we always do. We'll, we'll just see like where it goes from, from here, like after hockey, but we'll begin with the NBA finals, the Boston Celtics, Eastern conference champions, golden state warriors, Western conference champions game one tonight in San Francisco. Um, the warriors had a five game came off of a five game, pretty much ass kicking in my opinion of the Dallas Mavericks. And the Boston Celtics came out on top of a seven-game grueling series against the Miami Heat. Um, and so, and as mentioned, both uh, game one will be tonight. Um, as a as someone who has not really enjoyed the NBA playoffs from a neutral basketball fan perspective, I really hope that this series actually like turns out to be a entertaining finals. Looking at both sides of the spectrum here, like you have the number one and number two defense in the league going head to head against each other. Boston's got some some high caliber players, obviously led by Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, but they also have Defensive Player of the Year Marcus Smart, and they also have Al Horford, who's kind of had a resurgence like late as of late this season. And then of course. The Warriors have Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green. They also have some great depth players such as Jordan. They also have some great uh, other great depth players such as Kevon Looney. Jordan Poole's been playing a good a good role for them this play these playoffs as well, coming off of the bench. Uh, so, like I said, I hope it's a good series. I hope it's a good series. Uh, I'll let you take it away from here. Like you know. I, I know you have not probably paid as much attention to the NBA as you have the NHL, but give, I want some insight from you, like about the finals. So give me whatever, you, whatever's on your mind, throw it out there. So I have actually, I've been watching like a little basketball. Like I'll just switch it over here and there. Like when the games are on and just see what's going on, just so I can stay informed. But every series, in my opinion, besides really the Celtics heat series, even though like, most games seem to be like kind of like blowouts, like whoever won won. Like it was never like convincing or like any good games really. This whole playoffs has been kind of like boring to me. I'm hoping that the Celtics Warriors finals could actually be somewhat decent. Um, because like you said, they have the number one and number two defenses in the league going head to head. 
And right now you have a team that's been to six of the last eight finals and now a very young up and coming team um, that is in this first, this team's first finals altogether. Um, so I, I do really think Golden State probably ends this in five or six, in my opinion, just because, I mean, you always talk about how teams, um, they have to learn to crawl before they learn to walk. And that's why I look at the Celtics team right now. Yes, Jason Tatum might look like the best player in the world right now. Yes, they have the defensive player of the year. Um, yes, they have Marcus Smart. But I think you when you were going up against Steph, Clay, and Draymond, I just think they're too much, especially since the Warriors might be getting back a bunch of their injured players. Andre um, Iguodala, Gary Payton II coming back from injury. Yeah, exactly. As well, yeah. Exactly. And now it's like you look at it, it's like, well, with all those guys back and like looking at that depth of that Warriors team, I don't see how they lose this year because I do think they are the better. I mean, clearly they have the home court advantage, even though the Celtics are the two seed and they're the three. Um, they still have a better record. I do think Golden State is a much better team. And especially a lot last year is when I noticed from watching um, the Celtics heat, the Celtics will have some games where they just make stupid, stupid turnovers. And like, there'll be games where they have 15 to 20 turnovers. And it's like, wh- why? Like they, uh, and they're not, not even like they're not. It's not even like well, that, but, yeah. I would say bad decisions. And it's like you look at a team like the Warriors, who like we you look at them and you're like they never make those mistakes. So it's like you get yes, if you keep the other games close, it doesn't matter because if we see you, um, if we see what they did against the Heat in some games, it's like Golden State is just going to demolish you. And that's why I do think this series is either five or six. I, I think game one might be competitive. Um, just because Golden State's kind of have a little time off. What has it been like a week and a half, almost two weeks now since not, they played a not, game? Not that long. It's been about seven days, I want to say. Okay. It's been about seven days, I want to say. I feel like it, seven days at least. I may be wrong altogether on that. I know it's nothing crazy like what Tampa had in, had in hockey. They had nine days. But, no, I, I mean, Golden State obviously came off of a five-game series. Um Probably should have been a four-game sweep against Dallas, um, uh, whereas the Celtics practically went to war with the Heat um, in seven seven games there. And the Warriors had that extra time off. So, yeah, game seven will be – yeah, game seven. Jesus Christ, uh, fuck, I'm out of it. Um, uh, Game one should – I'm – I'm really, I'm really willing to see like how game one goes overall because the thing is though is like as we're recording like I'm pretty sure game one will start like before the time we're done here. Um, it's just gonna be more along the lines of like the legs on both players. Like the Warriors are well, are well rested. The Celtics are dogged. Like they're fucking exhausted. I mean they've they've played. Not only did they play games a series about a series that went the distance against the heat they also played a series that went the distance against the milwaukee bucks too the celtics have played the celtics have played 18 games already in this playoffs whereas the warriors have had an easier run to the finals outside of the outside of the series against the grizzlies i would say and well if john morant wasn't injured would have could if the dog didn't stop in the middle of the road to take a shit um uh who knows, like how long? Who knows, like if that series would have been extended a little bit too, but it's just a matter of like seeing how the Celtics 
and war, how both teams actually come out to start the game, in my opinion. Like, both teams could come out firing. One team could come out firing. Both teams could come out like fucking shit. And that's just how this whole, that's just how the whole NBA playoffs have been when you really think about it. Like, you really don't know what is going to happen. Um, looking at both teams overall, both teams have been dealing with injuries. We mentioned the Warriors having some players out. Marcus, the for the Celtics, Marcus Smart and uh, Robert Williams, both of them have not been 100% either. I do think, though, that actually, I think this series could potentially go to distance if both teams are on their A game. And that's the key, and that's the key word there. If both teams are on their A game, it could go to distance. Like, if, if the, like, it's going to come down to whether or not the Celtics with like their size and their depth are, are going to be able to stop the warrior style of play. I mean, the Celtics actually have a, have the best record against the warriors out of everybody else in the league since 2015, which not, I'm pre- I don't think a lot of people actually know that honestly. Um, and then Mark and Marcus smart historically has defended well against Steph Curry, but it's just more along the lines of like, okay, well, Steph doesn't have the ball. Clay doesn't have, if Clay's got the ball, Draymond's got the ball. Based on how the Warriors practically play ballet with the basketball, with their pick and rolls and their isos and everything, with their ball movement, will the Celtics be able to keep up with that based on the size and depth of their squad, considering like they're a they're a lanky they're a lankier team, uh, I should say, compared to the Warriors, if that makes sense. Well, yeah, they're bigger, but I I don't think it honestly matters. I mean, <clears throat> this Warriors team right now is looking at like they had clearly Kevin Durant left, and they didn't. As soon as since Kevin Durant has left, they haven't been back to the finals, and this team wants to go again and prove that they didn't need him to win. And I think they're going to have that chip on their shoulder. Yes, but it's also hard to say they've won four titles in the past eight years, right? Yeah, if they win, this will be their fourth title out of. Fourth time, if they win this, it'll be their fourth title out of eight, six final appearances. So it'll be their fourth title in eight years. Yeah. And it's like, so yeah, they got something to prove. Like, but you could also say that maybe they're going to be a little lackadaisical because of that, where the Boston might be hungry. But I really don't think like this, the Steph Curry wants to go down as one of the, like, clearly he already is. But if he wins this title, I think you can make an argument for him being probably the best point guard ever. If, not top top three players. I mean, what it's like he's the reason, and this team is all like kind of like homegrown. Bill It's like, yes, they clearly Both signed Kevin really Durant. Actually, yeah, so are the Celtics if you think about it. And it's like, so you look at these teams now. It's like where you look at the Nets who got so who got went out round one. Um, they bought players. Yeah. Milwaukee, Milwaukee was kind of homegrown. I mean, they 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 made some acquisitions like for depth and everything, but that's really it. Miami practically bought their team. Um, no true homegrown players. I mean, no true homegrown stars, I should say. I mean, other than potentially Tyler Hero, Hero, but he was injured like throughout the entire Eastern Conference Finals, and then uh, and then out west, like those teams are just too young and not ready compared to the Warriors. Well, and Clay missed all of last year with injury. He missed two, two years. years. So, like the Warriors, like the Warriors, like 
after 2019, like when the Warriors lost to the Raptors, like they practically like it was kind of like a tank mode, not necessarily like a re like it was a rebuild tank kind of thing. They didn't they knew that without Thompson, they couldn't get back to the finals. But then like when Curry got injured, it's like, well, fuck, we might as well just like punt on the entire season. And then, of course, like COVID happened, shut down, bubble, everything there. 2021 comes, like 2021 comes, Curry comes back, Thompson may, Thompson is getting ready to come back, tears his Achilles, they still make the play, they make the play in still, but then they lose to Memphis. And now this year they've got the, they've got the, they've got the horses, they've got everybody back, everybody's healthy, and they're, the team is hungry. And while the depth has changed, you still have the three main catalysts from that 2015, 2015 title out on the court in the starting lineup. So like, they know like what this is all about. They know they've been here. They've done it. They've won without Durant. They've won with Durant. Now it's just a matter of whether or not they can win without Durant again, compared to the Celtics who the last time the Celtics made the NBA finals, these kids were most of the, most of the team outside of Al Horford probably was still in some sort of school, whether it be high school, middle school, or college, depending on how, depending on age, uh, depending on age there, because they haven't made the final. This is their first finals appearance in 12 years. So yeah, the hunger and the experience obviously favors the Warriors, but I just can't count this. I just can't count the Celtics out. They've been gritty. They've they've been one of the best teams. They've been probably the most consistent team in the league since the turn of the year. So I can't really count them out if you, if I'm being honest. Well, I mean, you kind of, you kind of kind of you said Golden State kind of had an easy walk to the finals here. I mean, you look at Boston's road to the playoffs. I mean, they got to play Milwaukee without Chris Middleton. They still went seven there. Then they got to play uh, the Heat with an injured Tyler Hero. And it's like, their road was kind of easy as well. And both of those series went seven where Golden State kind of took care of business, even dealing with their injuries. Well, they the had the team as well. So I, well, the difference between Golden State's run and Boston's run is like the team's players, missing players on either side apart. And this is going to even include the Brooklyn Nets. But those three teams the Celtics beat were be- are better than the teams that Golden State beat. I mean, Memphis had an... Um, what did the Warriors even beat in the first round? How about that? Was it Memphis or was that second round? No, Memphis was first round. Memphis no, Memphis was second round. They played Denver first round. Yeah. Denver's Denver- a good team. Denver, oh yeah, Denver had Denver's a good team, but Denver Denver's a good team. They had the MVP. They had the reigning back. They had the reigning MVP back to back MVP too. If I yeah, because Jokic, uh, Nikola Jokic uh, won it back to back year back to back years now. Um, uh, Memphis Memphis very very good team. Very, great season. Memphis kind of in a way. Nobody expected them to get the two seed. People expected them to get the playoff, make the playoffs, but not to get the two seed. John Morant practically said, get on my back. And everybody, and Memphis was a whole vibe. 
The same thing with Dallas. Nobody expected Dallas to make the Western Conference Finals. Everybody thought that Phoenix Phoenix would have taken that series, and instead they laid an egg. And uh, instead they laid an egg. Um, I mean, I'm not like Dallas was. Dallas was a year ahead, actually. Now it's just a matter of whether or not they can actually like continue this momentum and get the right people around Luka Doncic. Boston, like, and this, again, I can't believe I'm saying this, includes fucking Brooklyn, who was probably the biggest shit show outside of Los Angeles in the NBA this season. They still had Kevin Durant. They had a healthy Kyrie Irving. Like, don't doesn't That team doesn't play defense, though. We talked about that already. No, I know that. They don't play defense. <clears throat> they made a mop of them. Milwaukee without Chris Middleton, I know that – Everybody said that the series like should have Milwaukee just showed that they're a good team overall and that they're a good team overall without with, without their second best player even without Chris Middleton. Like if Chris Middleton probably was if Chris Middleton probably would have played at least one or two games in that series, it probably could have gone a different way. Miami, they're just gritty. My like Jimmy Butler played out of his mind. Um, Tyler Hero. That geez, that Tyler Hero, like him being injured, Kyle Lowry being injured on and off. But the thing is, though, is like they had some role players and deaf players take take big strides too, and that just goes to that just goes to some great coaching by Eric Spolstra. So the thing is, there is like I wouldn't necessarily say that like the Celtics had easy run. I would say that they've made stupid mistakes, like in their run to the finals and I'm not like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that they didn't I mean there were how many times should they have probably how many times should they have put Milwaukee away in the series against the Bucks? how many times should they have put Miami away and that's in the Eastern Conference Finals whereas it goes to show that the Warriors were able to do that although I still say they should have swept the Mavs in four but it is what it is there no that's Uh, just a game they want they gave up just to make Dallas travel one more time that's all it is if you're a team <laughs> like that, you just make them want to travel though one more day just to just to ruin their spirits even more. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so so is that uh, so is that um uh, so is so is that what um uh, so, is that what so, is that what the uh, Eastern and Western Conference finalists would do to each other in the NHL if it's like a three zero lead in both both series? Yes. <laughs> Oh fuck! Oh damn! Oh god! Uh, but um, uh, and also like, you know, from a neutral fan point of view, I just I want a good series. The NBA playoffs have sucked. I've tweeted about it. I've told you about it. I've told other people these playoffs have sucked. Too many blowouts. Not enough close games. The product has been depressing to watch. I would rather fucking watch paint dry so i'm kind of at the point where i want a series to go to distance and be an entertaining finals but also at the same point at the same time the fact that games are played every three days and it and if it goes the distance like we'll be in we'll be like close to the end of june my here here we go again my thought process is like i've told you this time and time again like it's june just get the fucking season over with i'm done so I kind of want whoever to win game, whoever wins game one tonight, just to sweep the floor with the other team, because I'm kind of done. What was that? Sorry, you cut out for me. I just missed that last part. 
I said, I said that part of me, like as much as I want the series to go to distance based on how the scheduling is with it's every free games bullshit, we're in June already. I'm kind of done. I want whoever to win game one tonight that wins game one tonight to sweep the full, to sweep the other team and just wipe the floor with them. Like that's like where I'm at now. It's like, it's like 75% good series, go to distance 25% fuck. Just get this done and over with. I'm sick of the networks hyping this shit up. I'm sick and tired of fucking watching, uh, seeing the same old, bullshit talk shows where all they do is talk about the NBA and then they'll go into fucking some bullshit about the NFL. Like, no, it's baseball season. Hockey playoffs are happening. I'd, I'd rather I'd rather deal with paint drying than hyping up some bullshit. But so you think that the Warriors win the series regardless. Do you think it goes, do you think they, do you think they take it in five or six? Yeah. Five or six, five or six. No, like, Definitive answer. What are you leaning more towards? Five. Five? Really? Okay. So you think they like take like a three one lead or something like that and then just close it out at home? Um Yeah. I mean that's what would probably happen anyway. That's what would have to happen if it went if it went yeah. five. Well, well, what I meant is, like, do you think, like, they would somehow find a way to lose, like, home game one tonight? And then oh, just... that, this is the game I think they will lose. I think they'll lose tonight and just go 4-0, give them the nice gentleman sweep. Ah. I think it goes six. I really think it goes six. I don't want it. I, like I said, I think it could go to distance, but I don't think it'll go to distance. Um, I say six. Um, I think, I think it'll go. I think it'll go. To, I think it'll go two two. In favor of who, though? You said it's going to go six. Oh, Warriors are winning on the road. Okay. Warriors are winning on the road. I think. I think. I. I it'll be two. It'll be. It'll be 2-2 going after four, and then Golden State will kind of just, like, take momentum into their hands with game five, and they'll win it on the road like they did in 15. Yeah. No, I think they win it at home. Also, I'm kind of, also from a betting perspective, I made a futures bet for – I put a $10 futures bet on, on the Warriors back in, like, uh, I want to sit back, like, when mobile betting, like, started off, and the Warriors were kind of, like, on that skid, so – if I if like my ten dollar would my ten dollar bet would return me sixty five dollars so there you go so like from a betting perspective I want to be selfish too um uh, but hey that's where I, that's where we stand that's where I stand I mean I don't know Paiska Paiska as much as you tw- put on Facebook that we deserve this like you played for the Celtics I'm sorry you guys are gonna go home heartbroken. You guys, there's no, you, you guys honestly might not even need to show up. Like, this series could honestly just go four and be done. <laughs> if Paiska's listen, listening to this and the Celtics end up winning the when end up winning the ship, Jesus Christ, you two are gonna go at he's gonna come at you so hard. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm very confident that they're not like, there's no shot Boston wins this. I give it like a zero percent chance that Boston wins this. Compared to ESPN's basketball power index that gave them an 86% chance, but yet the bookkeeper, but yet the uh, book, uh, the odds makers are saying the Warriors are favorites. Well, yeah, because, I mean, we all know ESPN's a bunch of idiots. This is true. ESPN is. ESPN, well, they, they put everything out just to get, just to get talk around stuff, which I get. Yeah, ESPN, ESPN has been heavily favoring the Celtics 
throughout the playoffs, which is insane um, in a way. But well, the thing- when Boston, when Boston is good at basketball, it's good for the ratings. It's like the Boston, New York, Chicago's, all those the big, clear the big markets. Whenever they're good, it's good for any sport. Yeah, the thing is, though, is the Celtics haven't been terrible over the past few years. They've come up short how many times, like, getting to the finals alone. So they're not terrible. They're not a bad team. It's more along the lines of, well, it's like, oh, you're finally back again. It's about it's about time. Um, uh, but, yeah, no, we don't um, – don't need any fucking jabronis coming out of hiding saying like, oh yeah, don't need, oh yeah, the Celtics are good again. When in reality, we know those jabronis don't fucking follow basketball. They're just glory hunting pieces of shit. That's exactly it. Like, I mean, the NBA just as a whole just sucks nowadays. Oh, I agree. I agree. The product like is kind of dry, but it's why I don't pay attention until the playoffs. And even then I barely paid attention to the playoffs. Right, like hockey playoffs have been very interesting all the way through. Even oh, hockey playoffs have been very, very interesting so far. Even though we have had some blowouts, it's like you still hey, have very competitive games. Just to blow out Tampa six to two last night. I mean, I certainly didn't. I mean, no one expected them to blow out Carolina. What was it five to two on the their to go to the Eastern Conference Finals? Game seven, exactly. exactly. We'll shift our focus now to hockey because, like, we know, like, this is the sport we enjoy more than – these are the playoffs we enjoy the most between the two. Um, uh, no, I never – no, I didn't expect that. I didn't even see the game. I was at – the game seven was the night of the Ringo con- uh, the Ringo Star concert, um, and I came, like, I came back from the concert. I didn't get back until a little bit – Let's see, show ended around 9.30-ish, I want to say. Um, I didn't get back until maybe about 10.30, and game, and it was like 5 to 2, and I'm like, what the fuck happened here? I checked my phone, and one of my friends was blowing it up, like, oh my god, you're watching the Rangers, watching the Rangers. I'm like, no, I was at a concert. I don't know what the fuck is happening. Are you fucking with me? There's no way these fucks are winning on the road. And lo and behold, they're up five to two, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, guess they're playing Tampa." I uh, guess Tampa, and then every, and then my thought process was like, "All right, Tampa's gonna win. Probably Tampa probably will sweep the Rangers like they did Florida." Lo and behold, Tampa comes off a nine days rest. Looks like that. Looks like they're fucking covered in rust uh, because they haven't played in almost two weeks. And then lo and behold, EMA. Madison Square Garden just decides to uh, think that Igor Shosturkin is better than Andre Vasilevsky, even though he probably couldn't hear those Fugazis uh, because he's got two Stanley Cup rings in his ears. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, let's see. Like, MSG has been electric throughout the playoffs. Do not get me wrong. Like, when the Rangers are good, it's good for the sport. It's great for that city because, I mean, yes, I mean, th- their fans are, are a little fake, but I, I would say. But um, I last night I think was just Tampa not playing in how many ever days it was, and them just coming off and like they've been the two Stanley Cups in a row now, looking to make it three this year. So yes, those legs probably need like when they keep moving when they because they play every other night in the hockey because they're not a bunch of bitches like the basketball players. Um, their lights are going to be there and they're going to just going to be buzzing. Like last night reminded me of um, reminded me of when they came out for the first game against uh, Tampa or excuse me, against uh, Toronto. And we all thought maybe this isn't uh, Tampa's year. 
that's what last night reminded me of. And if I'm if I'm Tampa right now, I'm not worried at all. I mean, yes, like Igor Shosturkin has had a great season. Playoffs, he has been very. Iffy. I don't want to say underwhelming, but he has been iffy because I mean he looked great last night. He looked great in the closeout against Colorado and Carolina in Game Seven. Sorry. Um, so yes, I mean we're right now in the two series in the Eastern Conference. You have the battle of the two best goalies in the league, probably. And then you, and then in the Western Conference, you have the battle of the offensive because neither goalie can make a save, except for tonight. It looks like a boring because there's. As we're recording, they're seven minutes into the first period. We haven't seen a goal yet. That's something you we're mean not 13, used to. You mean 13 minutes into the game we're in? Yeah, 13 minutes. minutes. No, I thought left. I said seven minutes left. You said seven minutes in the first. <laughs> oh. You may. If you oh, sorry. Up, sorry, I was off by six minutes for the people listening at home. And we're going to put this out in the morning anyway, so it's not going to matter. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but you know, Mike Smith actually decides to fucking show up for once, the piece of shit. I mean, let. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but how many Game. times have we talked about Edmonton's goalie situation? I mean, putting him or Miko Koskinen out in goal, like either one of them, it's a shit show. I mean, I think I would be better. Oh. Than, I think I would be better in that than Koskinen, to be honest. Is that a penalty? Like Mike Smith, I don't know. I'm a little behind you. Um, Mike Smith has looked great in some games, game. and he has looked terrible in other games. Oh, that's a penalty. Good job, Duncan Keith. That has to be a penalty. Did you see? Did you just see like what they did to McKinnon? No, I'm. I think I'm still behind. Oh yeah, there it is. No, no penalty. That's after the whistle, anyways. Yeah, after lay whistle. Oh well, I would have just given it to Duncan Keith, anyways. He's old. Go to the box. Go to the retirement home. You fuck. Um, uh, but no, I mean this series, like. I do think, like, if I'm Edmonton, though, I am a little worried about the fact that um, last series, yes, Calgary can't play that game that we saw uh, Edmonton play where it's they, um, like, they're going to go shot for shot with you where we Edmonton can score with, I mean, Kane has been playing unreal this series. McDavid has been otherworldly. Like, he's showing why he's the best player in the world. And Drysaddle is doing his type of things. Um but this Colorado team is so deep compared to that Calgary team, in my opinion, goal scoring wise, where if Edmonton does try to go shot for shot, it could run into issues. But also if so clearly right now, Kemper's not playing, but I do trust Smith more than Kemper in that for being honest. I mean, we saw last game, they finished eight to six, they scored an empty netter. And even though, yes, I did fall asleep because I thought the game was completely over. Um, well, I mean, when you and have Edmonton a might be league. able to, if they can start score at a high rate, like a high clip, like they did against Calgary, I think, yes, it is their series because Mike Smith, when he needs to, does show up. See, that's the thing I was just going to say, actually. I mean, Mike Smith in game ones has been terrible. And, like, I, sh- I shit on him. And I'm like, why the fuck are you out there? Why are you starting game two? This is fucking abysmal and then game two happens and then all of a sudden like Edmonton actually gains control of the series so it would not surprise me if the Edmonton Oilers win game two tonight and steal home ice for games three and four and then I you know what fuck it I wouldn't be surprised if if Edmonton actually somehow finds a way to win this series McDavid could probably say get on the back 
I'm going to carry you all to the fucking final. And not even that, though. But And not even that in a way, actually. Because the thing is, is that the team actually has been performing. Evander Kane has been, Evander Kane has been, has been playing really well. That whole that whole line has been amazing, actually. Him, it's like watching pond hockey practically. And well, when, they actually changed up the lines for tonight. He did. Um. Yeah. I mean, you got uh, Nuge playing with uh, Yamamoto and uh, Kane's with those two tonight. Um. No, sorry. Never mind. Oh. Um. No, sorry. I'm Ooh, wrong. I yeah. thought. <laughs> What a hit, McDavid. Um, but yeah, this is the series of because I lost my train of thought. Like this is really the series I think between McDavid and Nate Dog. Um, I mean, McKinnon's been with Colorado for ten years now. He wants to go to the first Stanley Cup with this team. He wants a cup bad. I mean, you can hear it in his interviews. And also I think this is just McDavid years like his year to shine. Like you I could really see both these teams going through. And I picked Colorado at the beginning of the season, and then about probably two months into the season, I I put down Edmonton and that's where I made that bet. And like, I'm looking like a genius right now because <laughs> both of my teams are in the Western conference finals. Uh, clearly like Colorado was like a no brainer to put there. Um, but let's be honest, halfway through the season, me and you were talking, there was a possibility that we were thinking Edmonton might not even make the playoffs because they no, went we through, that, like, they went through is- that like 13 game losing streak or 11 game losing streak, whatever it was. Yeah. We look like genius. We said fire the coach and sign Evander Kane, and well, they signed Kane first, and then they fired their coach, and well, look and look at them now. Yeah, Kane is going. Kane is going to get paid next year. Like I, I, I don't think Edmonton will be able to keep him because clearly he's going to get more of a bag than two million for what do you get one one for two or yeah. two million and, for one year, and now and next year I think he just secured himself another contract with whichever team. If he can keep himself fine off the ice, Evander Kane is a great hockey player, and we all know that. I mean, he was San Jose's top point getter in the last two seasons when he, because he didn't play this year with them, and then Edmonton. That's when Edmonton picked him up. But the last two years with Kyle or San Jose, he's been their leading point getter, and it's like he's a great hockey player as long as he can keep the off ice issues like intact. Yeah, no, exactly. Like I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I mean, I mean, the thing is, is that like when you really think about it, uh, he he's been he's been playing really well since he came in Ed, since he came to Edmonton. I mean, we talk about like needing like needing like a signing to like you know kind of like light up so like you know bring some like enthusiasm to the team like a fire there, and he just he's been providing that, which is wonderful for them. I mean, overall, based on how the Oilers have been playing, like they, they, if they, if they don't, if they play every game like it's not a game one, they could actually, they could probably win the cup. They probably could. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. Who thought they were going to beat Edmonton in five? You mean Calgary? Calgary. Oh my God. I am. I'm. For the people listening, I, I, I am sick, and it was a long weekend. Yeah, he uh, he he got sick. I'll I'll cut him some slack this time and this time only. But um, uh, you know, I I didn't want the battle. I, I really thought that I thought the battle of Alberto honestly was. I think we both said on the podcast we thought it was going to go seven. I thought then, it was going seven exactly. Yes, <laughs> even though it was a five game series, it still was a great series because all the action we had, and I mean, every game literally looked like a like a Sunday, like a beer league hockey team out there just 
racking in goals, and it's like there's no goalies out there. They're just kind of standing in there to look like a goalie. No, both goalies sucked. Mike I mean, Smith was terrible. I mean, Markstrom looked. I mean, in game Markstrom five, Markstrom in game five, like Markstrom started off hot, and then all of a sudden it's like the floodgates just open. It's like, oh well, here comes Markstrom wasn't that good against Dallas either, though. That's the thing. So like, I ex- I, I actually kind of expected like Jacob Markstrom not to be ag- not to be good, but I didn't expect him to be as bad as I as he sh- as he turned out to be. That was just like depressing to watch, really. But I mean, the thing is though, is like the offense, uh, the offenses on both sides there, like. Well, I mean, one showed up for the most part, and I think Calgary just like decided to take an extended vacation half the time, um, uh, which was pretty embarrassing because they because they were the best five on five team throughout the regular season, and it went to show because Daryl Suter Suter won the Jack Adams Award as best coach in the National Hockey League. I mean, he should have, um, but I think this is probably the end of Calgary's run because I honestly now think. Listening to Johnny Goudreau's like kind of that exit, like uh, that press conference, like it kind of sounded like he was on his way out because it kind of sounded like he was thanking the people of Calgary and stuff. And it kind of seemed like a thing where it was like one of those thank yous, like for like, my time here and I'm not coming back. That's what that felt like to me. I could be wrong, but they're, I think their time is up because they're going to have to lose him because clearly they have other people that they're going to have to pay as well. Oh, yeah, no, exactly. I mean, there are so many teams that are going to have to deal with cap issues like once the season ends and everything, so they need to make roster moves and everything like that. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I'm just baffled. I'm still baffled that that series only won five. I really am. And and the thing is, though, is like it turned out to be a waste of nine days <laughs> in a way. For for one for Calgary fans it was at least um uh, but going back to the actual series like the Western Conference Finals like how how both teams are how we know how Colorado is we know how Edmonton is we know how the how crazy the playoffs have been I would not be surprised if this series goes to I'm gonna say it's gonna go I I'm gonna say I won't be surprised if it goes the distance but the thing is they'll watch it like end up being like a sweep or like f- or winner in five well, the, the, so if Edmonton can get Colorado off their game, off their game, this series will go seven because Colorado is clearly the better team. But if Colorado plays the game we have seen all season long, where they're just cycling the puck around and keeping Edmonton forcing their end and just always like regrouping, just like having that like they play like kind of like a soccer team where they have possession of the puck the whole time. It's like yes, this series could honestly be done in four, five, maybe six if. Colorado plays their game. But Colorado doesn't play their game and gets caught up in this Edmonton game that we've seen last series with Calgary. Edmonton has a chance to pull this out. I mean, you have the best player in the world on your team. You have the best sidekick as well in Dreisaitl, who literally, if McDavid wasn't playing, Dreisaitl would probably be one of the, the, probably the best player in this playoffs right now. Oh yeah, no, without a doubt. I mean, both of them, in all, in all honesty, have been the two best players like in the playoffs. Honestly, I, I'm, you know, and Kane's the leading goal scorer. Yeah, that's like I said, they're playing pond hockey practically. You can't if you can't if you, you know, trying to play pond hockey with them is not going to work. Like Edmonton, Edmonton could get to their first Stanley Cup final in 16 years. Yeah. Um, and Kane is on on. Root to uh, beat the playoff goal scoring record, which I think is 18. Jesus, he already Christ. has 13, and it's only the he's so honestly could have 
minimum, if they make it to the next round, minimum they're going to have at least eight games left now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Minimum eight left. I mean, well, technically now when you think about a minimum seven and a half, six and a third. It would be seven and seven and like seven and two thirds. Six and two thirds. Seven, because they would have eight games left now if we didn't count the start of this game. It's game two, though. Yes, but I'm saying if they win this game, so they they have, oh, they have to win four. They have to win four okay. still. If you win this game, if they win this game, if okay. they win, yeah. If they they have to win, I didn't hear they have you to say, win four. Yeah. Thinking myself, what do you mean if they win? Like, what do you mean like minimum of like? No. Okay. Like right now they have a minimum of seven and two thirds games left because this is first period's about to be over. And yeah. Zero zero. Hey, we're both out of this year. Fuck. Um. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. I mean, like. Hey, Anything can happen in the West Conference. Give me four. I want fourteen combined goals in the next two periods. I want the goal. I want. I want e-bugs in. I want. I want Biz to lose his fucking mind. I want Gretzky to be biased towards the Oilers. I want. Wait, why the fuck? Speaking of Biz, I thought he was supposed to be bald on TV. Um. So he's he's letting the people on the podcast. He said he's letting the people of um, Edmonton shave his head. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's on the people of Edmonton shave his head. I wouldn't be surprised if some Rangers fans found their way up to Western Canada to do that. So he'll have it, he'll have it shaved on when or Saturday. Right? Yeah, they play next Saturday. That's Thursday. They play Saturday. Yeah, game three will be Saturday. Nice, nice. All right, another game I'll be missing because of a concert, but okay. It's all good. It's all good there. Um, uh, yeah, I guess we'll switch to the East. We, we talked a little bit about that, but not as much as in-depth about the West. Um, uh, the the series that, like, has actual defense and goalies in it compared to the West, and yet yesterday turned out to be the exact opposite of what we thought. Um, like you said, MSG continues to be electric. Veselov, like we, Veselovsky, off, game, off day, off day for the Lightning, practically a 10th day in a row off for them. Um, I'm not going to be too concerned, though. Um at this point, though, I kind of want the how did you get here and why are you here finals. I mean, from a, a ratings bonanza would be Tampa and Colorado. But for me, just to be an absolute shithouse, I want the Rangers in Edmonton. If that makes sense there. Because the Rangers, like, nobody expected the Rangers to get this far. Nobody expected Edmonton to get this far. That's because you just don't want to get a tattoo. I haven't bet against them yet. I picked them first round, picked them this round, or (laughs) last round, and I'll pick them again. Yeah, you'll pick them again, and yeah. But then I'll just hop back on the Colorado bandwagon if. Yeah, I mean, mean, I'm like, well, I only have two teams. I'm like Biz, who has like had like the whole playoffs as his team. Biz had the whole playoffs minus the Rangers up until now. Now he's just like what? I, now he's just like picking and choosing. Well, he didn't have Edmonton either, but yeah. No, well that's because that's because of that's because of Ryan Whitney. Um, uh, he hey, like I said, you know, knowing knowing my luck, all of a sudden the fucking Coyotes are gonna spawn into the fucking Cup final for all I fucking know, and Biz will just be on Biz will be on the team. Um, uh, I mean. Game two tomorrow. Game two tomorrow night uh, in the Garden. 
for the um, uh, Eastern Conference Finals. I don't. I I really hope it's not like Game One. I hope it's more like Edmonton and Colorado Game Two right now, where it's kind of boring, but at the same time not really boring. Like kind of like competitive, like where they're actually n- not scoring goals, but also not completely shitting the bed either. If that makes sense. Um, this series, I mean, like I said, I'm not worried about Tampa. They'll 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 get their shit together. The legs were just rusty. Once they get the legs moving again, this series, like they'll find a way to turn the series on its head. Oh, Although- I, I am, I'm not worried about Tampa at all. I mean, at this point, like you can't bet against Tampa till they lose because let's be honest, who, I, no one here thought that that series was going to be a sweep between Florida and, and, or Tampa. No, I know we didn't. I did say it was going to be a sweep after Florida lost game two like that, though. Well, yes, but no one's saying at the beginning of the series, I'm saying. No, yeah, no, exactly. Everybody thought it would have gone. Well, after game two with that collapse that they had in front of the net, I knew that series was over as well. We're not picking that man up in front and just three guys sitting behind the net trying to play that puck. Exactly. The first thing you learn as a young kid in hockey is if a player has a puck behind the net, he can't score. Yes, that is changing a little bit nowadays because the guys are doing the Michigan goal. But still, you see that time to like. I, I don't mean to go back on that series, but I don't. We didn't get to talk about it last week because we weren't here. Um, you just can't collapse like that, and that's why. Like, I mean, we saw Florida struggle all series. I mean, they even struggled against Washington, even though it only won six games. They struggled. They probably should have lost to Washington. If they would have, with how they looked, I wouldn't have been surprised. No, I wouldn't have been either. Which is why I'm not surprised. Which is. Which is why I'm really not, I, you know, it kind of makes me wonder, like, what they are going to, kind of makes me wonder, like, what they're going to do, like, overall, they're, like, what in the offseason, if anything. But, I mean, I'm not worried about, like, the offseason for Florida right now, mainly because I kind of don't care what happens there. Um, uh they can move the team to they can move the team to Alaska. I I'd be more impressed by that. Um, uh, but yeah, no, they collapsed. I mean, Tampa was just uh, Tampa just outplayed them. Like you said, it's hard not to bet against. It's hard to it's hard to bet against Tampa right now. Like you know, the only people that are betting against Tampa are Rangers fans. Yeah, exactly. Not even and, all of New York City. And let's be honest, like Rangers fans as well. Well, yeah, because some of New York City supports the Highlanders and they absolutely hate the Rangers, but um, not, like the Rangers, everyone at the beginning of this year kind of thought they were like somewhat like in a rebuild, not, not a full rebuild, but like in a re like a little bit of rebuild mode because I mean, they brought in a complete new, I mean, they brought in Chris jewelry. Um, they brought in all new like front office and stuff. And it's like, people were like, okay, maybe this team, like, cause last year they weren't great. So it's like, all right, take a year off and just kind of like regroup and get your shit together. And now they're sitting in the Eastern Conference Finals, and it's, I, I, and now you're facing the two-time uh, defending Stanley Cup champions. So it's like, uh, it's just, yes, you guys had a good game one. Tampa just got kicked in the teeth, and they are still undefeated after a loss. Exactly. Andre Vasilevsky is going to come on his head tomorrow night or stand on his head tomorrow night and play unreal for this team. And Tampa, honestly, like, like it, it's just like, until they lose, 
even next year, like if they go win the third Stanley Cup next year, I'm going to be all on them. I yeah, would love to. I'm honestly, I am a little bit rooting for the three in a row from them, just so they can, just so they can meet those uh, tie those '80s Islanders with the four in a row. Yeah, no, I mean, like, yeah, because they if they win three in a row, like they'll get that they'll be the they'll they can go for four in a row and meet the '80s Islanders, and then it's just a matter of like how far they can go because. Do they can only they can that if they win if if they get that far, I mean then. It's just a matter of whether or not they can do what Montreal did, like in the fifties, with their five in a row. Yeah, I, I, I don't count those. I, I do count those cups, but like that, that's so far, like yes, I count like, them more. I count them more than Tampa's uh, cup of, uh, in all four and the bubble cup. Yeah, I guess you could say Tampa has like kind of right now two Mickey Mouse cups, if you want to call it, because they have the bubble cup and then they played the freaking Montreal Canadiens to so win their other cup. They have three Mickey Mouse Cups. Calgary scored in game. Calgary, yeah, it is, yeah. Calgary scored in 2004, and the refs fucked that up. Yep, we all, yeah, it is. We all know they did. <laughs> they have three Mickey Mouse Cups. This would be their only legitimate cup if they three peep this year. But so it'd be cool to see. And a even then, I'll no call matter the Mickey Mouse Cup if they don't play Colorado. No, because if even if they play Tampa, I think Tampa or oh my god, if they play Edmonton. I think Edmonton is still a good team. I mean, yeah, but you, yeah, but I just want to keep calling. Yeah, I, Mickey- I get that, but I just want to keep calling the Mickey Mouse Cup. It's hard to call it a Mickey Mouse Cup when they're going up against the best player in the world. No, you're not wrong. I just want, I just want to be a shit house, and for the bands keep saying it's a Mickey Mouse Cup, just like, just like a soccer team celebrated their two Mickey Mouse Cup victories, like uh, on, a, on a double decker bus for God, whatever knows why. Because we lost three games all season. <laughs> you scored. We lost three games all season. I don't want to hear about the PKs. Your you... team could never just lose three games in a season. Your team could never. I'm pretty sure we only lost three games all season when uh, we won the treble in 1999. I, I mean, was, I would. Oh, I think it was four. Still, we. So it's we... not three. Like I said, your team could never. At least we scored in finals. Three finals, no goals, two Mickey Mouse trophies, and a bottle job. Um. All right. Let's be honest. All right. You were right. Also, you guys only lost three games. Um. We, we only lost, lost three games three. in '99. Yeah, you were right. Um. But no, I mean, all right. We dominated Real Madrid. You can't even say we didn't. Like, we- yeah. Clearly, we still lost. So I was like. Hindsight's twenty twenty, but that we we dominated Real Madrid, and you know that you can't even deny that. No, I'm not going to deny that. But you thought you conquered Europe. <laughs> you celebrated seven. Thank you, Vinny Junior. He made you look like dicks. The also, did you speaking of Vinny Junior? Did you hear how much the commentators were sucking him off when he scored that goal? I mean. Clive I mean, Gil- I think Vinny Jr., I think he's, like, a great player, but I don't think he's ever going to be at, like, Ballon d'Or-type player. No, but the thing is, though, is he had a great he, – he had an exceptional season where he had 20 goals and 20, 20 or more goals and 20 or more assists in all competitions, which nobody really 
knows about actually uh, because of what Benzema was doing, but it is what it is there. Um, uh, wow, we got into soccer real quick. Holy fuck. Oh, yeah, we, do, we didn't even give our picks for the NHL. Well, let's let's go back and then we'll continue this fucking banter. Western Conference Finals, who do you have? How many games? Edmonton, seven. Edmonton, seven. Tampa Rangers, how many games? Tampa, six. Tampa, six. All right. I want the how and why the fuck are you here final? Rangers in seven. Edmonton in six. You just said you're not going to bet against Tampa until they lose. And they're not – They're. Yeah, but I want the how and why are you here final, so I'm going to contradict myself. I'm sick of Florida hockey. Get. I'm sick of looking at fucking hockey in Florida. Get it out. Fuck that. No. Bye. See, your time is gone. Back to back 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 to the back to north back to the northeast in Canada where 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 it's practically like a where it's practically like important. And it would be nice for Canada to win a cup as well if Edmonton gets through. Yeah, it'd be nice, and that would be two straight final. That'll be two finals in a row where a Canadian team has made it. Yeah. When when's the last time? Who was the last Canadian team to win a cup? Was it? It was Montreal. Montreal in what ninety two. 93. 93, that's right. Yeah. Also, the thing, actually, shit, we may be going back to the 90s, actually, when you think about it, because, like, Edmonton, may, Edmonton like, made it in 90, and that's what – Edmonton made it in 90, they won. Montreal made it in 93, and they won. And if the Rangers yeah. somehow find a way to get to the final, that'll be their first finals appearance since 94 when they won the Cup. Yeah, because, yeah. That was Messier. Yep, that was Messier. And then I think I can remember every Cup from 2001 on. 95 was New Jersey, 96 was Colorado, 97 and 98 were Detroit. Detroit. 99, fuck off. 99 was the one we don't talk about. Fuck off. 2000 was the Devils. 2000 was New Jersey. Ironically, New Jersey won that in over. New Jersey won the cup in on an overtime goal. I on an overtime goal against Dallas in Dallas. Nobody realizes that. So a little irony there for and karma for Dallas. Um, uh, two thousand one was Colorado. O yep. two was Detroit. O three was fuck. O three was um uh, New Jersey. Was it O three New Jersey again? Then O four was O four was Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Yeah, that was Tampa. O no five was no no season. O five was Carolina. No, O five was no no season. O six was Carolina. Oh, six was Carolina. We don't talk about it. Yep. Oh seven huh? was. Oh seven was, Anaheim. They beat Ottawa. Oh eight. I forgot. Was, I forgot. Uh, I I remember Anaheim winning that, but I forgot that they played uh, Ottawa. They would have played Buffalo if Buffalo didn't shit the bed. Yes. Oh eight was Detroit. Oh nine was Pittsburgh. Nine was Pittsburgh. Ten was Chicago. Eleven was Boston. Twelve was what the Canes. 13 was Chicago. 14, 14 was, was the Kings. Kings. 15, uh, Pittsburgh. Chicago. Or 15, Chicago. 16, Pittsburgh. 17, Pittsburgh. 18 was Washington. Wh- then 19, 19, Blues. 20, Lightning. 21, Lightning. And 22, the Edmonton Oilers, because I'm not getting a tattoo. <laughs> and 22, the New York Rangers, because I want Jake to get a tattoo of the New York Rangers logo. I, I, I kind of forget how we talked about how dominant that New Jersey team was back in the 2000s. Well, I mean, they had one of the best. Well, 90s and 2000s. Oh, yeah, because Brodeur was on the 95 team, right? 
Brodeur was only a kid on the 95 team, but yeah, he was on the 95 team. He's got three cups. And then 98 was, yeah, 98, 97 with the Red Wings with the the Russians. Yeah, with the Russians, yeah. Jesus, huh. I just came off the last, like, 25 Stanley Cup winners. Oh, uh, yeah, see, I, I only remembered after. I need a life. I remembered after the Sabres lost in 99 because I forgot about 98, 97. I couldn't think of I, it. I, I need a fucking life, Jesus Christ. See, I, the problem is I couldn't do that with, like, Super Bowls, I don't think. Let me test my theory out. Let me test this out. Here. All right, where do you want to start from? I want to start from 2000? Uh, let's see here. Super Bowl. So it's weird, though, because when we talk about the years for Super Bowls, are we talking like that season or like the year that the Super Bowl was played? Well, in? Yeah, well, that season. So let, let's start from like the two. Well, it'll be the night. Or, all right. So we'll start from the 2000 season that was played. That would have been 2001. So that would have been Baltimore, right? Baltimore beat the Giants. Then yep. it was New England. Then New then England. Then Tampa. Tampa. New, then England, New, England, New England. New England. Then Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yes, Pittsburgh. And then Indianapolis. Then the no. Giants. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was Indy. Yeah, then the Giants. Then Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh again. again. Then, then New Orleans. That was New, that was yep. Drew Brees's. Yep. Then, then you, Green that, Bay. Was, that was Green Bay. Then next year was you guys taking it down. That was the undefeated year for uh, New England, right? No, that was the one before that. That was uh, 07. 07, that's right. Then you guys beat them again in 12. And 11, then but 13, yes. 13, or then that was Baltimore. Yep, then it was then Seattle. Seattle on the blowout. Yeah, it was Seattle on the blowout. Seattle on the blowout. New England with Malcolm Butler. Then, Den- then it was Denver, Peyton Manning second. Denver in that shit show. Yep. New England New with England. the com- then New England with the comeback. Philly with Nick Foles. Yep. New England in the most boring more, Super Bowl of all time. Worst Super Bowl ever. And then KC because they had Mahomes first. Yep. And then Tampa. And then this year, clearly LA. And then clearly LA. And then 2022, the Super Bowl champions are going to be the Buffalo Bills with a Charles Barkley guarantee. <laughs> You're getting the championship Chuck guarantee. <laughs> I honestly think like it's for the this Bills team right now, it's Super Bowl or bust. Oh, 100%. And if you guys don't even make it to the Super Bowl, <laughs> clear house. Everybody's gone Monday morning. Everyone but everyone but Josh. Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty, pretty much. Jesus Christ. I just named the last, like, 22 Super Bowl. Jesus Christ. I really need a fucking Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, I could not do that with baseball. No, no shot with baseball. I'm not doing it with baseball. I'm, they'll just show how much of a fucking life I need. <laughs> Um, uh, I, pretty... I could probably do the last five World Series, maybe. I don't even think I could do that. <laughs> I know. No, eight, so eighteen was Cubs. Eighteen was Boston. Eighteen Boston was it? No, yeah, that's right. Wait, Cubs, the Cubs were, 16. were sixteen. Yeah. yeah. Cubs were sixteen. Yeah. So, well, Boston. L. No, Cubs were 16, Houston yeah. was 17, Boston 18, 19 was the Nats, 20 was the bubble with the Dodgers. I call it a Mickey Mouse title. And then Wait, the, uh, Nats won a, the Nats won a World Series? They play, they beat Houston in seven games. Why don't I remember that? Because everybody thought that because everybody remembers the Yankees get the Yankees losing to Houston and the cheat and the sign stealing scandal. That's oh, why. Yep, that's right. 2019, the Washington Nationals. Oh my god. Yep, and then uh, 21 was Atlanta Atlanta. and the champions. And the 2022 World Series champions, I'm not going to New York Mets. Two best. We got the the Subway Series and the 
the World Series, that would probably I think that's probably the highest ratings in any sport ever besides soccer. Oh, 100%. Right? Oh, 100%. No, would it be would it pass the Super Bowl or yeah, would it pass probably not cuz the Super Bowl is just one night. Super Bowl is just one night. Also the thing is though is like you have like 100 you have like tens of millions like tuning in all at once just because mainly like either the start of the game for betting purposes commercials or or the halftime show depending on what it is um uh honestly i feel like outside of new york city like you have to be like a yankees fan or mets fan to like actually give a shit like if you're a neutral baseball fan like i want to watch a subway series world series no, people would, but the thing is, though, is, like, it's just a matter of, like, okay, like, if you hate both teams, why would you watch it? Yeah. Like, you eat, like, other than other than us, New York City baseball fans, scum fucks, um, uh, we'll just, like, shit talk each other. But, hey, two best, two best teams in baseball right now, and I don't want to jinx anything, so I'm going to keep it at that. Oh, yep, uh, yep, good idea. <laughs> but all right, let me let, let me go back to uh being a banter shit house here real quick. Um uh, Mickey Mouse double, Mickey Mouse double. Um uh, no, in all seriousness, Liverpool had a fantastic season. In all seriousness. I mean they won the greatest trouble of them. They won a trouble. I mean, they won the League Cup, the FA Cup. And I'm giving them the inaugural Lonely Hearts Sports Podcast Club of the Year Award. Fuck European off. Club of the Year Award. Oh, wait. I can't do that. Real Madrid actually won, a, actually won a double of their domestic league and the European Cup. So I have to give it to Real Madrid. All right. Enough of my banter. In all seriousness, though, Liverpool, like I said, Liverpool had a good season. Had a fantastic season. They won two trophies. They came second in the league. They, they were runners-up in the Champions League as well. So I can't really knock them on their season, uh, con- considering the fact that my team that I support, we finished fifth in the Premier League, got knocked out in the FA Cup in like the third in the uh, third or fourth round, and we got knocked out in the Champions League in the round of 16 to Atletico Madrid. So I can't really say anything there. Everton fans really shouldn't be saying shit. <laughs> they almost got relegated. Yeah, that's one thing I don't get. Like, they literally had to come down to basically the last day just to pray to God you didn't get relegated. Yeah, and then they just come out and talk shit about Liverpool. Like, oh, haha, you lose the Champions League. It's like, um, you guys almost got relegated. Lampard is a terrible manager, and you guys are royally fucked until you build your new stadium. Yeah, it's like we had literally, what did we finish the season with? 95, 92 or 95 Premier League points? It's like you go back, like I don't. Th- I think Everton have Everton haven't had as that had that much like in the past like three seasons combined. Well, I'm saying that, but even like past Premier League, like clearly before the City Liverpool rivalry, I don't think anyone got that many points when they won a title in the Premier League. Chelsea had 95 when they won it. The most United, the most a United winning a United title winning side had was 91. Yeah, so it's like, yes, clearly, like, people are going to laugh at us because we literally expected a treble. And then... Turned in the time in a matter of two weeks. Yeah. But, like, so, the last day of the Premier League, like, like me and you have talked about it. We didn't have, think Liverpool had a chance to win the league. We thought it was all settled and done halfway through the season. And they came back and fought and took it down to the last day. 
they go to the Champions League final and they outplay Real Madrid and just unfortunately can't get it done when needed. But Courtois stood on his head that day. Yeah. And a post saved him twice. This is true. A post did save him twice. Hey, I mean, I, I, yeah, I'm, I, I'm going to sound terrible for this. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I found it funny. Like when like when the fans had to tell Salah that it was three to the city, when he thought like he had an Aguero moment, I'm not going to lie. Like, I mean, obviously, like the players don't know what the don't have a clue while they do and they don't of what's going on in the stadium, like the grounds because of like social media and everything. But no, the thing is, though, is like, well, especially the players heard that that last cheer. And so they might have assumed that because you remember when that cheer came like, yeah, you asked me like what happened. I'm like, because I was I was watching the city game on my phone. I'm like, I didn't see anything happen. So I'm like, what? I'm like that. I am I behind or something? So I was no. confused because like we heard the cheers go through. I was checking my app, like I was watching the game. Then I was checking the app to make sure. I'm like, like what's what's going on right now? Somebody just spread fake news to cause joy, to cause false hope for Liverpool fans. That's what it was. But I mean, it made for a great last day of the Premier League, though. No, I agree wholeheartedly. The season came down to the wire, literally within ten minutes of the final. Within ten minutes of the final game, I mean, Stevie G slipped again. He's definitely not getting a statue. I mean, he 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 lost all rights to a statue. I mean, he's behind. He is behind. Uh, he's behind Divoco Riggi now in terms of getting statues outside of Anfield. Honestly. No, I think. Uh, I, see, I agree with that, but like, or Riggi's gonna go down as like a cult like hero. Oh, Riggi is a cult hero. He's that's more what like, he is. It's not like Stevie G. I do think probably does get a statue because. Steven Gerrard's a club legend. I'm all, all he's a club legend here. and one of the best. He's an argument for the one of the best midfielders ever. Uh, um, yeah, he clearly that. didn't win any Premier League titles, but he has a Champions League for us, and he has two FA Cups. Um, yeah, two FA Cups, a Europa, uh, Europa League, a Champions League, two League Cups, and. Did they win the Club World Cup in 2005? I think they might have lost. Yeah, I think they lost it. They lost that. They have a suit. I think they won the Super Cup, though. They have a Super Cup. I know that. I know they won the Super Cup that year. Let's see. The 2005 Club World Championship. Um, The Fair Play Award went to Liverpool. I don't know what that means. Oh, that... Uh... Hang the hang the fair play award up in the rafters, baby. That's oh a- yeah, that's right. That's the year Sao Paulo beat us. Oh, yep. That, because we came in. Yep, that's right. We came in second, and Sao Paulo beat us. Yeah, that's a tot- that's a Tottenham trophy right there. The fair play award. Um, uh, yes, it is. Tottenham was hanging that in the rafters right away. Tottenham has the ground screw of the year award. Okay, they took home the. They also took home the. Um, uh, they also took home that uh, – remember that bullshit uh, Premier League award I, I showed you a couple weeks ago? And I said, oh, look, another trophy for Spurs. Was that the, was that the grounds one? No, the not gr- the grounds one. It was like the improbable comeback or whatever. Oh, or, yeah. Yeah, they ended up winning that trophy too. And I'm like, oh, let's go, Tottenham. Good has for them. It's, it's in the history. <laughs> it's in the history. Yeah. Hey, hey you know – Also, I, the fire manager who goes on to win a uh, cup this year. That's a fucking Mickey Mouse cup. Let me tell you. <laughs> I don't. Care. You guys are lucky. You're not playing in that next year. So, 
I'd rather if you were playing in that next year and you won that, I would not let you hear the end of it. I I would not. I would rather not play in Europe than have been in that than that. Because I mean, we're gonna be put. I mean, we're gonna be playing fucking Hufflepuff FC anyways in the Europa League. I mean, we're gonna hey, be maybe we'll get Barcelona. Like maybe you guys are gonna see Barcelona this year. I mean, they're in the Champions League. They'll probably actually somehow not get knocked. Oh, that's out. what I'm saying. They're gonna they're gonna be in the they're gonna uh, finish third in their. Uh... No, that's gonna be Sevilla. Could <laughs> be fucking. Yeah, they are the kings of the Europa League. That's gonna be fucking Sevilla. No, we're gonna play like Hufflepuff FC in the group stage in like fucking. Um, uh... Albania or whatever, and then somehow find a way to like somehow find a way to like make it to like at least like the semis in the Europa League. I don't know how we'll do it, but I feel like I feel like Ten Hag will somehow get that done, and then probably lose to Sevilla again. So where does Paul Pogba go for you away from you guys this year? Where do you think he signs? Juventus. He's going back to Italy. I feel is like that, is that like confirmed or is that just like your guess? I think it's my guess, and the reports are saying that like it's most likely going to happen. I mean, I was, was, yeah, I was thinking that as well. Um, I mean, the only other option that he would have had would have been Madrid, but they don't need him. No, they don't need him. I mean, I don't think Juventus needs him either. I mean, like Juventus probably could do away with getting him, but they are also losing the ball on a free transfer. So, like, so, uh, can we can we talk about the shit show that happened before the Champions League, though? That do you fucking, want to talk about that? That was a fucking shit show. I mean, that was high. That was like, yeah, that like that was unorganized. So unorganized, it wasn't even funny. First off, you have thousands of fans that are like all in like a queue, and they can only go through one gate. There was forty thousand yeah. uh, uh, scam tickets. Forty thousand. That's that's a, what I read. I could be completely wrong, but that's what I read on the internet, and kids believe everything you see on the internet. Um, that's what I saw, but did you see Liverpool was suing the uh, French uh, Football Federation for it, I think? The interior- suing yeah. France or the France Football Federation for what happened. The Interior Ministry they're suing, so it's actually the government at some point. Some Jeez. Um, uh, that was, the problem is, is that, like, First off, the final wasn't in Paris. Technically, it was in Saint Denis, which is a which is like a city just outside of the outskirts of Paris. Like that's where the national stadium is. Thierry Henry actually came out and said, like on like CBS, like is CBS's coverage, like you don't want to go to Saint Denis. It's not Paris. Saint Denis is nothing like Paris. Like one bad move and like you're kind of fucked. And the thing is, there is like everybody was like, oh, this is in Paris. This is in Paris. This is in Paris. No, it's not in Paris. Like, it's on the outskirts. Another thing that, like, annoyed me was, like, I really wish, like, we were able to, like, see, like, what was going on, like, outside of the stadium without having to, like, go on social media. Because there were so many, like, various reports on what was happening, and they all differed from one from one another. Like, you had UEFA... And the you had UEFA and like the major outlets saying like oh there was like scam tickets like hooliganism like Liverpool fans like and whatnot and then like the English media was saying like no I've been talking with Liverpool fans they got tear gassed like they were only being sent into like one gate There's yeah there was like, pictures of the tear gas yeah like it was just a complete shit show and honestly like for a country like France to have that type of issue a place that has held 
three Champions League finals now. They hosted the World Cup once. They hosted a Women's World Cup. Like, for that type of shit to happen, it's just not ideal. No. And it's like, you... Like, this is the biggest sporting event in, well, for soccer. This is probably, other than the World Cup, this is the biggest sporting event for soccer to happen. It's like, you let this happen? Like, I, I just don't understand how they, like, this, how you're not ready for, like, prepared for everything. Like, if Liverpool fans were actually going through one gate and there was supposed to be, like, 50,000 of them at the stadium, it's like, what, what do you expect to happen? Like, it's a, a complete shit show. I mean, the fucking Buffalo Sabres do it like it better, and they're a fucking shit team right now. You know, I actually, I'm actually going to disagree with you there. I kind of hate like having to like walk in through that side door, go past the ticket booth, and then like everybody conjures up like in the lines like that. I mean, go to the middle. The middle flies through. I'm not, I'm always in within two minutes. The problem is, people at the Sabres games don't realize just to go to the middle. If you just walk right to the middle, you're going to be in in five minutes. Even during the NCAA tournament when the stadium was packed. I was in there in the stadium within five minutes from. Oh, I know. I find my way through all the time, and I find my way through all the time. It's just because like people go there and they're like, "All right, well, what do you do?" No, you fucking find your way to the middle, and then all of a sudden you go in, and then you're good. Um, uh, but people just like get lost. They they get lost like in the fu- like they their heads get lost like all of a sudden like, oh, what do I do? Where's my ticket? Blah blah blah. Like, ticket out on your phone. Or paper tickets, depending on where you're at. Geese, phone, wallet, metal objects in the basket. Go through the detector. BBB, well, no BBB, I should say, because if BBB happens, then you're fucked. And then, like, <laughs> good to go. Go sit down. Go buy your $13 beer and whatnot. And go enjoy the game. But, no, France, was that's, that situation was just a shit show. And then... And then, like, when they started getting, like, in, see, and then, like, when all the fans, like, started coming in, like, they started singing their, they started singing their anthems and chants and everything. And then Camila Cabello gets mad about it because, like, um, uh, Camila Cabello gets mad about it because, like, they were singing over her performance. And it's like, bitch, I didn't want to watch your fucking performance. It's bad enough they, it's bad enough kickoff is, was delayed 36 minutes. I don't need some NFL type Super Bowl thing at the Champions League final. Get on with the game right, already. Just play, yeah, just play soccer. We don't need that. Like, the Super Bowl does it fine because it's halftime. No one wants to see that before the game. I mean, I didn't want to see Dual Lipas before 2018 either, to be honest. I mean, I enjoyed that because, like, I mean, I kind of enjoyed that. But the thing is, though, is, like, I don't need to see, like, a performance before finals. Like, No, because all the fans are fired up. They're there for their team. They're not there to watch you sing, bitch. Exactly. They're not, they're not there to see anybody sing. They don't even want. They don't even want to see the. They don't even want to see the refs come out onto the pitch with the ball. They just said, "Get the game going." Right. But uh, it, it was for a one nothing final. I would say it was a good final. It was better than the two nothing back when Liverpool won it. It was better than last year's final for sure. It was better than it was better than the last three finals combined. Like last year's was terrible. Twenty twenty in the bubble final was terrible. Liverpool's final over Tottenham was bad too. I mean, for a one nil game. I, I really was hoping for more goals. It probably, in regular time, like, the, it probably could have been 2-2. Probably. 
but I mean, it is what it is there. I'm just more, I'm just more along the lines, a little bit depressed because here we are in June and in about two weeks, like beer should be coming breakfast for me, but instead, nope, got to wait till November. Which, yeah, which I still don't get at all. I mean, we got USA playing friendlies right now against Morocco last night. Like, I just want the players to be ready for the World Cup now. Like, I don't want to have to wait for November when we're going to have football on. Hockey's just going to be starting back up. So, like, I don't want to have to, like, I'm going to now have to watch, put my time into three different sports and my work when it's like in the summer, I can just enjoy my World Cup. Also, Mike Smith fucking sucks. I actually switched over to the basketball. Don't tell me you fun. And I actually had the Yankees on too. Oh, well, it's 3 nothing right now. Oh, you motherfucker. So, yeah, you just missed three goals in about a span of two minutes. Fucking ass. Fuck that fucking asshole. This series might be done in four. This Mike series. Smith is a fucking bum. Mike Smith is a fucking asshole. Let me first goal. Me. First goal I get shouldn't have saved. It was a tip. Uh, Redeflection. Whatever. Second goal, just fucking get anything on the puck. Third goal, just fucking your it was right at your glove and you fucking missed it. You you bum. This is terrible. I'm about to try, I'm about to put on the basketball game as well. This is fucking awful. I actually switched back to the Yankees because like it's, it's somehow nothing, nothing. I, I thought Boone was gonna punt on game two of a double header, but I guess like we haven't bottled it yet. I mean I'm all, I mean I wouldn't be I wouldn't be upset if we lost this game, honestly. Because it's only June, but at the same time, it's like, all right, let's just sweep the Angels and move on to the Tigers. Yeah, we don't play till ten o'clock tonight. The Mets. That, that should be a good series. It will be, but it's too late of a start for me. Games won't finish till about one o'clock. No, yeah, you, yeah, no, that's bedtime even for me. <laughs> also, I thought. Never mind. No, what were you gonna say? Nothing. I thought I was gonna say I thought the game, the basketball game, started at nine, but now I'm realizing it's nine thirty. I'm just seeing. Um, just I'm doing highlights of like old finals. We're actually talking uh, about Magic Johnson right now. <laughs> yeah, no, finals are at nine every night, which is ridiculous. I mean, I guess you cater to the West Coast in a way, but at the same time, like, nah. Yeah, like, no, I- fuck that. The Boston should be playing. I'm sure the people of Boston, as much as they're going to love to be at that game, they'd much rather go to a game at seven than at nine because now you're not getting home. Most people won't get home to about two o'clock and they're going to have to work and stuff. Oh, I agree. I agree. It's annoying. I mean, I I mean that's why I'm kind of glad like the concert I went to on uh, the Ringo concert like when I the Ringo concert like when I went on Monday like it started at seven and like we were done like nine thirty a little after nine nine thirty ish almost mm-hmm. and then um after, and then after, and then after that like we I didn't get back until like ten thirty because it was like ten minutes like it took like about twenty minutes to get out of the parking lot but and then like a 35 men drive back to my place from Canadaqua, but Saturday's going to be a shit show when I go to the McCartney concert. That's not going to start until eight. His concert's like three hours. Um, I'm probably not going to get back to the hotel until probably like midnight. And I'm just going to be like exhausted and miserable on Sunday. You're talking like you're 50 years old. You're only 23, 24. 24. That's right. I forgot your birthday's the December. So you're a little later. You should have been in my class. I should have been in your class. No, I know. I sound like an old man. Oh, I do. You are an old man. It's fine. I mean, I mean, you are an old man too. Yeah, I guess so. In a way. I Any guess so. 
I need to stop being an old man. It's all right. I, I'm fine with it. I'm enjoying staying in on my weekend so much more than going out. No, my fucking... Like going out on the Saturday and just going out like for dinner and having like going out and just having like a couple beers and then coming home is so much better than being out until like the bars and bubble 4 a.m. Yeah, it's so much better. No, no, my fucking day, like, I, I, my days of, I, I went through that in college. I went through that in college, and I'm just more along the lines of, like, all right, I'm done. I don't need to keep doing this anymore. <laughs> also, it's also it's financially draining. Yes, it is. Also, Iggy just got kicked in the dick. <laughs> I had the basketball, I had the baseball game <laughs> board. I'm missing everything. Yeah, yeah, you are. He's just laying on the ground. I feel that pain. That looked like it hurt. I, I, I miss it. I'm missing everything. I'm missing to be a bum. I'm missing Andre Godala get kicked in the fucking dick. Jesus. Christ. <laughs> oh God. I, maybe I should go live at a bar, honestly. You know, that way I can watch all the sports all the time and everything. Then that just racks up your bar tab. That would be too expensive for me. No, I'll just have like one beer and sit there. They I... can't kick me out. <laughs> I'm pay- a paying customer. Scam the system. I guess so. Game the system. Actually, I do want to talk a little bit about baseball. Not necessarily about baseball, baseball, but did you see what happened with uh, Jack Peterson and Tommy Pham and how Mike Trout got involved because of like that fantasy? Oh, well, I, I mean, if you're commissioner shit, you've got to know about it because if people are scamming the waiver wire and stuff, then yeah, I'd be pissed too. <laughs> yes, yes, I agree. Also, talk for about two minutes. <laughs> oh, boy. Just talk about this for about two minutes. I got to... Uh, okay, he's walking away, everybody. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm just going to say, if your fantasy football commissioner is corrupt, then yeah, they deserve the, they deserve the hate. They deserve the hate. I mean, Jock Peterson and getting, uh, getting slapped by Tommy Pham, I mean, he got slapped and he gets suspended three games for it, and everybody like decides to like jump up, uh, jump up all over this. I'm just like, all right, this isn't really baseball-related. But then, like, you've got fucking Adam Schefter tweeting about, like, no fantasy football commissioner should deserve this type of hate. And I'm thinking, and then Big Cat tweets, fantasy football commissioners deserve exactly this type of hate. And then my thought process is like, yeah, no, I agree with Big Cat here. Fantasy football commissioners are meant to be hated. I should, I, I should know, I should know my fantasy football commissioner, like, in the league I'm in is corrupt. Scandal-free since year three, he says. He sweeps the scandals under the rug. Has me at the bottom of the rankings all the time, even though my team is better than some in the league. He he has an anti-me, like an anti-Jerry agenda, like planned out every year in the league until I decide to actually leave. <laughs> like, it makes no, like... Nah, fantasy football commissioners deserve that hate, though. Like, <laughs> like if you're having the wa- waiver wire scammed, if like, if the rules like are being broken, then definitely like it, a point to be made about. It. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say slapping somebody like during a pregame of a ba- of a major league baseball game though is really necessary. Like, you don't need to be doing that. Like, talk about like get like. I respect I, it. He talks shit about his team as well. He sent a he sent a gif of the his team in the yeah you know. when Fan was on the Padres. I remember that. Yes, yeah, so uh, I respect it. Hey, like I, I would, said, I had um one of the guys in my fantasy football league, 
uh, tried to kill me this year because he didn't understand how the waiver wire worked. He didn't know it switched every week. Um, and so he thought he was first and then he got turned to last and he tried to kill me over it. And it's an, it's an older gentleman. I, I won't say his age, but he's an older gentleman. He tried to fight me about it. Was it Dave? Was it your dad? <laughs> no, it wasn't my dad. Was it, it was someone else's dad. That was, oh. that was in the league and I was going to the waiver wire worked. He got pissed about it. I'm I was like, going to say, was it your uncle or Dave? No. Nah. I can Dave loosen his shit over this. No, because the thing was, ours is only a it was only a twenty, ten or twenty dollar league. So it's like, isn't like who cares? Like it's twenty. If you're getting mad over a ten or twenty dollar league, Jesus. That's yeah. That's why none of us care. Like we just have this league for fun. It's like, like I get like if you're paying like, at, like a hundred dollars or more. Like yeah, like because I mean my early. league fee, my league entry fee was twenty five. I did a hundred dollar league this year, and I went. <laughs> I I did not win a game. Now that's just blatant stupidity there. I'm not gonna lie there, my friend. That's just blatant. Oh, well, I my problem was I missed the draft because I had a party to go to. Um, so I had to have someone else draft for me and they couldn't get my login. So I auto picked for like the first four rounds. Jesus Christ. Not ideal there. Not ideal there. That's no, just so like that wasn't like anyone's fault. Like I didn't know I had like I was supposed to have a party that night and like it was one like I couldn't miss. Um, and I couldn't be on my phone for it because I had to spend time with people. Yeah. I mean, my the league I'm in, $25 buy-in or 30 I don't fucking remember at this point. But still don't like I don't take it I, I don't take it too I don't take it as seriously as like like as people should probably want me to. Like I have bants, I have fun, I enjoy it. Um I jokingly call my commissioner corrupt, mainly just well, I mean he is corrupt. He probably is corrupt. No, he is corrupt. Anti-Jerry anti Jerry agenda. Like, I'm at the bottom of the race all the time, even though, like, my team is better than some teams in the league sometimes. I'm just like, why am I? You know, I don't even – we have a power rankings, and I don't even want I, – I, I, once I see me, I'm like, all right, I know I'm, I'm last here. Let's just skip everybody else. Maybe go to the top seeds there. And I would love to see the power rankings every week of you just being in last. <laughs> Speaking of, when do you – so I was listening to WGR today on the topic of fantasy football. Um, or maybe it was yesterday. Oh dear God! Was, I think it was Bulldog saying he's already done like thirty some fantasy drafts. So when do you start yours? Because I don't start mine till about like I'll do all my drafts like a week before the like the season starts. Like when, we'll have like, our when draft, do you start yours? We're gonna have. I think we have it in August. I don't even know like when in August like we're gonna have it this year. Um, uh, I guess I should reach out to. Uh, I guess I should reach out to my corrupt commission about that. I, Speaking I, of that, we should. Um, you know how we did the um. The tournament, like the NCAA tournament bracket, like with the Lonely Heart Sports. Oh, podcast. we should do a fantasy football. We should do a fantasy football one. Like, there's not going to be, I mean, we could maybe make a buy in, but like you said, like just dealing with people's Venmo is just I'm too much. With fucking Venmos, yeah. Also, um, I'm not dealing with. Yeah, fun. we should do that. Yes, yes, I agree. Let's do that. Let's wait until like July, August. That way we can go into more detail about this. That way we can figure out like how a draft would work, how a buy-in potentially would work anything like that but i would be okay with the lonely heart sports pod fantasy football league anybody that would be interested would be oh more than welcome to join obviously but we'll leave the pod on that note that concludes another episode of the lonely heart sports podcast you can listen to us on apple spotify wherever you get your podcasts and until then just keep on enjoying 
the NBA Finals, NHL playoffs, baseball, the warm weather that's approaching as well. And keep on keeping on.